Oh yeah, I'm Barry Moran, and you're listening to Mayo Are Back. Howie lads, Con Mort here, Mayo Are Back. Look at guys, you're listening to one of the best podcasts I've ever heard. It's Mayo Are Back. Angelina Nugent speaking, just wanted to say, uh, Mayo Are Back. How do? Pope Francis here, Mayo Are Back. Mayo Are Fucking Back. Let them say what they like about Mayo people, but Mayo supporters are the best supporters in the world. Excuse me, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, you're very welcome to the Mayo are back annual general meeting for 2018. We're very conscious of our listeners right across the globe tonight as well, whether you're listening in in Shrule or Shanghai, Manila or Malaysia, Bangkok or Bangararis. We're extending warm welcomes to you tonight. And we're going to push on with the agenda on tonight's meeting. We have much to discuss. We'll introduce all in attendance this evening. We have, to my left, Patsy Broderick. Hi, how you doing? Right across the table from me, JP. And on my right, a man that we've missed. We've been looking forward to his return for a long, long time. And he's here. Fat Larry is back. Hello, guys. How's it going? It's great to be back. I had a great time over in America for the summer. We've got a really good time, got myself a nice colour. Missed, uh, missed a bit of Mayo GA, but it's good to be right back in the thick of it now, so it is. Ah, you didn't miss much, in fact, Larry, sure you didn't, so don't worry about it too much. Now, the first port to call on the agenda this evening is we want to read out the apologies from our dearly beloved that could not make the meeting. We have a couple of former Mayo Mangers who were expected to attend, but aren't here this evening, Patrick and Jonathan. We also have our go-to ref expert, Cormac Riley. He also sends his apologies and regards. And, of course, Donald Drake. Who is doing a, a spinning class while cross-dressing down the movement this evening, I believe. It's very unfortunate. We would have had him in, but we'll fill him in on everything that we get through now over the course of the evening. And believe me, you and me, folks, there is a lot to discuss in what has been a very turbulent 2018 for Mayo GAA. Martin Kearney actually is also making tea at the under 14D county final in McHale Park this evening. He sends his apologies also. Now, we just want to take you back to 12 months ago to the minutes of the previous meeting. I'll read them out. (coughs) Item number one. Plans for 2018. Win the All-Ireland Championship. This was when we sat down 12 months ago. And we planned for 2018, our main plan for the year was to win the All-Arnold. Right. And if you look at the course of the season, I think it's fair to say that we have failed in that regard. Would you agree? I would agree. Not one bit. No, I'd completely disagree with you there. We're completely on course. The over-40s are playing God knows who in Mm -hmm. in the over-40s final. We're going to do it. We've got a Mayo girls team in the under-16 Camogie final on Saturday. That's a big one. We'd like to extend our best wishes. That's the one we've always wanted. Football is dead in the water all about the hurling now and we've got a young camogie team there are fine fabulous young girls who are going to go and win an All-Ireland on Saturday and we already have a young crop of ladies footballers under 16B champions from just a couple of short weeks ago we shouldn't be forgetting about those fabulous young players so I think the future is bright for ladies sport in the county I hear they have really 100% respect for their managers as well that's important to get that into them at a young age hmm You don't want them getting up to senior level and not respecting their manger. Men or women. Or whatever. 
you know, I think we didn't win the we didn't win an All Ireland this year, which is disappointing. But yes, I think we've unearthed a lot of very good new footballers. Like who? Oh, I mean, I'm really excited for January when we're no longer going to see lads like Connor Loftus and Stephen Cohen on the list of players for one to watch. I think finally this year they've come, they've come onto the big stage, and they've finally delivered. I think everyone can agree on that. Two players who really stood up for Mayo this year. We also unearthed new players like Remy Durkin and uh, Kean Hanelli. Two great summers. As well as that, it must be said, our under twenties were a fabulous. Listen, guys, a fabulous young crop oh, of guys I mean, you know. from Westport and other places in the county. And, you know, you had young guys inside there like Ono Donahue's brother Ryan, Evan Regan's cousin Ross, and Connor Dickskin from Claire Morris. Can I just say it was absolutely great just to see the swagger of a Mohan back in Crow Park mm. once more. Right, hold on, there's only room for one JM in this county. Cut short, unfortunately, but it was great to see that Mohan lineage continued. It, it warmed the cockles of our Mayo heart, so it Fine did. Fine jeans. Good breeding. Fabulous legs. Now, we're fair wow. to, it's, it's fair to say at this point, uh, having the discussion that we've had so far, that the young players coming through in Mayo at the moment are the best we've ever had. I think we're better placed to win in All-Ireland now than we ever have been from a player's point of view. Yep. But I'll bring you on to the next item on the agenda this evening. We need to talk about the mangement. JP, the mangement situation for 2019, it's quite a hotbed topic at the moment. Which side of the fence do you fall on with this one? Uh, players play, mangers mange. Mm. Um, Let the players play. I think... Peter Leahy should take the men's management job and Rochi should take the women's management job. The toughest trade. Yes. The ladies want a manager who they can walk all over. And it's very clear that Rochi is the man to do that. Whereas Peter Leahy has shown that he doesn't give a fuck. And that's what the Mayo men need. Yes. If I had to put forward a management team for 2019... We've talked about the triple-headed ticket. You know, we had a, a, a bit of success with a joint mangership I ticket. I think it's just not going to happen now. You don't think so? No, I think we've got to look elsewhere. <laughs> we've got to look for the divine. So what I think we should do is, I was in there in, uh, I was in uh, the parochial house there in, in Castlebar a couple of weeks ago. I was, uh, I was in uh, visiting some good old buddies of mine and I heard that uh, Father Mike Murphy had held a meeting with some of the players on the development squad who weren't getting any game time. So, I mean, I've been hearing rumours on the street there that guys like Ger McDonough and Matthew Ruan have been advocating for uh, Father Mike to come back on as Mayo manager. Father Mike is a man with serious, serious pedigree. I would love to see him at the helm of the Mayo seniors. I don't know why that job has eluded him thus far. When he was in charge of the convent All-Ireland winning team, you know, he was a great advocate of fisting. <laughs> so they fisted their way right to their all <laughs> multiple All-Irelands. Well, look we need a mediation officer and thank God the big man is coming in this weekend into the county. Pope Francis is going to sit down with the Mayo ladies, the Mayo management and the Mayo men's management and men's players to try and weasel out a plan here. And hopefully, hopefully the one size fits all agreement will be that Father Mike Murphy will manage both teams. That would suit, I think. And we must also include... Father Francis the Pope, who couldn't be here this evening. I know he's coming to the country this weekend, so he might stop into us after his little trip to Knock. But as you say, he's a man that, you know, the peace, uh, he's a peacemaker. And I mm. think we need that in Mayo with all of the the comings and goings that are going on in this very boring time. What should be a boring time of the year, but what happens to be in Mayo 
literally the most exciting time of the year. Just to surmise, guys, listen, what we're saying here is, you know, the senior management position in the county at the moment is, in my opinion, completely untenable. You know, the young guys, they want Mike Sloan. The old guys, they want to bring back James Boringhorn for some unknown reason. But the guys in the middle, we don't know what they want. All we know for certain is that Rachi must stay. Yep, yep. Whatever it is, he's got it. Rachi is, he's the man for the job. We reckon the mayor's senior management position will be sorted out over the next couple of weeks. Rachi will get a few of his friends in there. It'll all come together nicely. And by the time that FBD comes around, baby, we're going to be raring to go. Yep. Can we move swiftly on? Yes. We have a lot to get through, gentlemen. We have a lot to get through. On the list next, we have an update on the Mayo Lady situation. Now, I've been asked to warn everybody in the room. This is a topic that has seen players and mangers sworn to secrecy during the mediation process. And if we are to say anything, it could potentially be libelous. It could bring on court proceedings against us. So I want us all to keep that in the forefronts of our mind before we give our opinion. Fat Larry, we want to talk about Okora Nakon. Well, I've been a little bit out of the loop here myself. Um, I've been over across the other side of the Atlantic. Oh, but, you've missed out. But I mean, guys, this is worldwide news. This was being reported in all media outlets in the United States. Everyone is talking about it. And I think... Everyone is unanimous that Cora needs to go. I think she's overstepped the mark this time. I'm fully, I fully believe it's 100% her fault. I believe the management, we've got a great manager there in Peter Leahy, who makes all the decisions. If only our Mayo men's team had a manager like Peter Leahy. Look at guys, there's a certain, there's a certain young lady involved in that panel. Who is it? Who had just returned from a... A professional setup, and as we know, in professional <laughs> setups, it's very, very common for the players to pick the team, and for her to walk into an amateur setup and have a manger tell her where she is to play and where she is not to play. I found it nothing short of a number five disgrace. There needs to be total rehash of that Mayo ladies team. Look at guys, we're just going to do the sensible thing, and we're going to put the head down, and we're going to stay quiet. We're going to stay quiet, guys. We're going to stay out of it. You know, the procedure is there, the LG affair there. And we're just going to trust the country broad on this one and presume that they've got things 100% spot on. As always. Moving on to the Mayo underage structures. Things are going just swimmingly there. We talked about our <laughs> under 16 girls excelling both in the ladies football yeah, and under in the, the current structure. Yes, I think the future looks brighter than ever for Weo. Now, we've got... The cunty business out of the way. It's time to get down to the clubs. And I know this is an issue that a lot of you want to weigh in on because we are standing at the doorstep of what should be one of the most volatile and violent club championships in Mayo football history. All the players, county players, hate each other right now. So, I mean, we're expecting some... We're going to be expecting some fiery encounters over the next few days. Um, sending some nasty texts to each other. Yeah. I mean, you've got a big clash out in uh, Carnacun on Saturday evening. The very likeable Ballantubber team playing Brafey. How do you think that one's going to go, guys? Peter Ford doesn't know who he's going to manage out there. There's a couple of beer bellies coming back from the States to play in that game, as far as I gather, as well. And a few from Vancouver, as well. We won't forget about them. So let's hope the beer has gone out of the system now by Saturday evening and they're all ready to go. 
Now, well, I we, think it doesn't really matter. As, as we all know, it doesn't really matter who wins in Clotter on Saturday night because the destination of the county championship is already decided. That was actually decided at a country broad meeting at the start of the year where they said to give our best chance at winning an All-Arnold was to pre-decide the Mayo Championship. So Castlebar Minstrels, a lot of you don't know this because there's games left to play, but Castlebar Minstrels are already the 2018 Mauclair champions. So they're set up and they've been training not for a country, but for a national All-Arnold. And we wish them the very best of luck. Yeah, there's a big imbalance there, (laughs) as you know, when you look at teams like the Castlebar Mickshaws, uh, they're... They're a solid junior they got the cash flow, you know, like rumour has it, Mick Shaw has had to sell five lorries in order to pay for these four hundred thousand euro GPS systems these guys got going. I mean they had their junior team back in Eris the last year wearing them, you know. I think the best use was ever got out of these systems, to be honest, was use of throwing at Dean Rock's head. I think I think we should bring a rule in, effectively, where you're allowed one shot of the GPS a game to throw it at your man marker. Um, you know, I don't see the benefit of them seeing. They've already got the GPS systems on board, just yeah. in pre- preparation for an All Ireland final. That's Why serious. would I put a GPS system on Danielle Oldcombe? I don't see the need to invest in these systems. I know how Danielle Oldcombe plays. So we'll just, Bring I suppose, make one appeal to the to the fans, players, and to everybody listening out there on the cusp of this amazing club championship we're going to have we want you to forget who your county idols are say for example you know if somebody that you might love when they play for Mayo if your club comes up against them we want you to abuse them if you get a chance to punch them in the back of the head we've seen it done in McHale Park before we want the players to forget about their own teammates that they've soldiered with and we want them to start beating the shite out of each other we're going to could keep on the topic of the club championship we're going to get to the important stuff we're going to forget about the senior the boring boring old senior championship and we're going to get right down to the nitty gritty you want to talk about a little junior C team that you think could be coming of age this year well I think uh, we have have, well they came out actually interesting enough they came out of junior C the newly formed junior C the revolutionary junior C championship that was formed there last year you know they bet a very good Castlebar Mitchell's C team um, to come through there it's it's Moigauna uh, they're making great waves. They're playing. They're playing a fluid type of football, mainly fisting. Inspired by Holmes. And exactly, I think I think you know they got Pat there in the background helping out a bit, and um, yeah, they're the ones to watch. They got a nice young team, you know. Listen, if the fullback with the purple perm is listening, hello to you. Any other business? We'll open the yes. floor to questions, gentlemen. Any other business that anyone would like to bring up at this moment? If you don't bring it up this moment, you hold your peace for 12 months. What are we going to do with all the extra monies? Yes, I have a, a phone call here from a man who wishes to remain anonymous. And he said he's got a hot take on Aid O'Shea's reach and purchase. Yeah, how is it? No, yeah, I... I work for Aidan O'Shea and Barry Moore. And I heard that Aidan O'Shea bought a new house in Castlebar so that he can shine for Castlebar Mitchell now instead. So, because you see, Barry Moore's going off to France to join the EU politics, you see. And Aidan O'Shea is going to take his position. Him and Donald Vaughan going to play midfield for Mitchell, you see. That's what I heard. Do you hear that? I pushed him quiet though. Wow, pretty explosive stuff over the phone lines there. And that, you know, if that comes to into fruition, that'll be amazing. If Aidan O'Shea joins Castlebar Mitchells, that's going to be a team like the Harlem Globetrotters. What about the extra monies? So the we extra money is something making, that came up this we've week. We've far too much cash flowing around here and it's even spilling over into What's our office statement to make. I think our chairman let the cat out of the bag by telling 
all of Ireland that the amount of money we have is too big and we can't actually mange it. We've I thought we cash. had one of I thought we had one of the best financial mangers in the country. Head of financial irregularities, Tommy Goonan is in there. I thought he'd be keeping well on top of that cash. So a commercial person slash persons is going to be appointed. We wouldn't mind seeing the Spice Master himself, RF, getting that job. He seems to be doing a pretty good job of things from the outside. We'd like to see him working on the inside. If they'd ever take him. But as well as having a commercial person, that seems like a waste of money to me. What I would suggest a better spend of our money would be to invest in an anti-corruption task force. Now, it wouldn't cost much because the four gentlemen at this very room would be willing to do it for a very small fee. A good price. We'd go in as investigative journalists into the Mayo GA and LGFA county broads and try and expose some of the large-scale systemic corruption and collusion that's taking place there at the moment. It could potentially be the easiest job of all time. Starting, first and foremost, with our new Centra of Excellence. What do well, we make of this, This gents? is disgusting. After we just got rid of Centra, we, we just got Londis into town and now they're bringing a new one. And you know what's worse about it? That they're going, putting it right beside the old Centra. That's what, that's what really annoys me about it. That's just going to rub salt into the wounds. We have an excellent comment coming in here on the Twitter. It says, Centra of Excellence... Mayo GA could ha- do with having a centre of basic cop on. When I hear this, guys, it just makes me sick. All this commercialisation of the game. I, 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 I just... With Sky and, and, and Gaelic Games not being free to air. All of this makes my blood boil to the pit of my stomach. Mayo, so it's your bag, Mayo boy. GA, Mayo GA, are, they're just completely gentrified right now. They're, they're so mainstream, it's disgusting. They need to go back... You know, they need to yeah. become a bit more hipster. They need I to think. go back to their gender fluid ways in 96. What I think, guys, is the money should be taken out of the game altogether. I'm sick of paying into matches and, and paying to be a friend of Wio every January, only to be returned with smaller and smaller travel bags with each coming year. What next? Next year we're just going to get a little... A little purse I'd say a little mail purse a little bagging a little mail bagog at least we'd be able to bring that into Croke Park I'd like to see the, the money aspect go out of the game altogether back in the days when the players played for nothing and the country broad wanted nothing and one manger would get the job and he'd have the job for 30 years that was the game was the bedrock of GA and we need to go back to those ways I think I might be right that's just what I think players shouldn't be getting fed because you see the thing is the problem with them you see is that they're they're too cocky because they're getting too much food, you see. Listen, guys, is there any point in Mayo appointing a new manager? I mean, it's clear to us here that the players are running this team. Do they need a manager? But see, they don't need to be fed because, you see, hunger is the best sauce. And I don't think these guys are hungry for the odd Ireland because they're getting fed by the current management team, by the last management team. It's just not going to change, you see. They're getting fed too much by Julians of midfield. Particularly around midfield, yeah. they're getting fed an awful lot. Too much. They're too fat, you see. They're, they're big fat lads. <laughs> what was our spate of injuries in 2018? Very much looking forward to seeing Julians of midfield in midfield for Mayo next season. Gentlemen, what did you think of the amount of Mayo players that went on holidays this summer? I thought that was highly irregular. <sighs> I hate it. Didn't even wear for male jerseys either, you see. There's a lot of talk about fellas throwing the game in Kildare just to make sure they could go to Kofifi with the gals. It's an absolute farce in my opinion.
Now, gentlemen, thank you very, very much for being so helpful and for being so well behaved over the course of the evening. I'll again, I'll thank you for that. We don't have a lot left to get to, but we do have one part of the, the meeting that I'm sure a lot of our inbred followers have been anticipating because... Of that, there are many. Because, not for the first time, we handed it over to you guys. We put the questions in your hands and we asked you on our Instagram, at Mayo or back, what your questions were for our esteemed panel of gurus. And we're going to run through a quick few of them now. I'll start off with this one that comes from a real, real avid follower of the page. And we're big fans of him as well. And he asks... Who is the most famous Mayo inbred of them all? Excellent question. Now, it's important to know for any first-time listeners of the podcast that an inbred is a term of the highest endearment. It's one of the nicest things you can say to any Mayo fan, to call them an inbred. So we're going to select our favourite inbred at and the moment. unanimous, and that rarely happens around mm. the round table here. It got four out of four, and that is Kearns1010. You are our... Most famous male inbred. You are a massive inbred. Congrats, Liam Inbred of the Week Award. Question number two. We'll put this one out to Fat Larry. It actually name drops you here. Fat Larry for the Mayo selector job. His knowledge of fisting is very insightful. Fat Larry. Well, Pidgey, how's it going? Um, yeah, thank you for your very kind words there, Johnny. Um, yeah, listen, you know, I've... I've put my hat in the ring, uh, tried to throw my hat in the ring there many times in the past. I've, I've done a lot of fisting in my time between myself and yourself, uh, DJ. Um, but, you know, as I said, I'm always willing and able. I've, uh, I'm back now, I'm back in Mayo, and I'm here to stay. So if the, the powers that be, if Rachi or Jim McGuinness or whoever wants to come in and uh, bring me on board, I'd be more than happy to come in and... and uh, f- and do some fisting. Yeah, as a, as a good friend of Fat Larry's, I can assure everyone out there that the phone is off silent and he's ready to answer the call. Next up, Jermud101 asks, who'll win the club championship? Moigona. We've got a question from the Parish of the Backs. This question is an interesting one. Jerry Moore. <clears throat> is Darren McHale the best player in Mayo? Now, there is a school of thought, there is a group of people out there who think that he is. But... Mm. This may be an unpopular opinion, but I'm going to say that Darren McHale isn't even the best footballer in Knockmore. He's actually only the third best footballer in his own house. Yep. Believe that. Brandon M. Brando M. Marilyn Brando asks, no testimonial for the bird announced by the broad. It's a joke. Is it a joke? It's it's an absolute, it's a farce. It's an absolute farce. That's why he's going over to France in a huff. We haven't had a podcast since the 16th of July. Eulogise the bird for me, please. Seeing the bird soar off into the sunset over McHale Park a couple of weeks ago wow. was, I mean, it was, as we said before, it was a special moment in time. It was a moment that we thought would never come, but it has, and it just shows that life moves on, and the bird has flown the nest, and we will miss him dearly. Seeing him flapping away, baby, go all floppy. He's a dear, dear friend of the page. We love him and we're going to miss him and we wish him all the very best. Ryan.004 asks, how do I get a season ticket for Mayo? Now that is a good question. You know who to go to. You don't need to ask us. You know who has the tickets. If you have to ask that question, you don't have a chance of getting one. 
It's obviously who you know and not what you know. We've got a question in from two young men in Mayo jerseys and they want to know who's in the Brafie Mafia. JP. Oh, let me tell you exactly who's in the Brafie Mafia. Brafie House Hotel sponsors this podcast. And Conor O'Shea. He's the worst of them all. Next question. Flash Gordo 94. How are you, Flash? Are there any Mayo men widely regarded as the greatest shot stopper in Europe? Finally, we have an answer to this question. Michael Slingerman. 100%. My, Rob Henley's not far behind. Slingerman has got the most European name, which would make him a presence in Europe. Also, he's been on holidays in Europe before. So, you know, and he is a great shot stopper. We know that for a fact. Bring him back, Rachi. Roisin Garrity X. Who's the best club player of the championship so far, in your opinion? Nice spelling of championship. I'm going to have to say um, uh, David Dolan and Gary Moore. Yeah. So he's a great distribution of the ball, great player. So he's playing fantastic down there in South Mayo. So he's really making waves. Very good. For me, the best club player, not of the Mayo Championship, but of the Dublin Championship, has to be former Mayo man, Enda Vardy, who's been absolutely shooting the lights out. Uh, playing very, very well for, for the Castlebar. Mick Shaws as well is a good friend of ours, Anthony O'Boyd. Oh, and there's one guy I think we've got to talk about. Anto Freel. Wow. Now, we've got a question that's been on the lips and tips of Mayo Breads for the last two months. A.D2 wants to know why did Mayo lose against Kildare? I'll tell you A.D2 Mayo lost against Kildare because they didn't score as many points as they did. Follow up question Thoughts on rumours that Jim McGuinness could replace Rochi? Ooh Do we want Remy McGuinness? No No He does have hair like Tom though I want Rochi I think McGuinness should go to Galway They've lost Paddy Talley They're cynical defensive useless team Scum They could do with Jim McGuinness Yeah not us Frig off, I guess. March underscore six nine. He's asking the real questions. Is the development panel a waste of time? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You're dead right there. We've got a question in from dear friend, dear friend of the page, and a current Mayo panelist, Evan Regan. He's wondering why doesn't Evan Regan get more game time for the Mayo seniors, lads? Well, he's been lost from Paddy Durkin's pocket since the club championship game. James underscore Gal 12. Who's worse, the KKK or the Cunty Broad? Cunty Broad. Cunty Broad. Broad. No question. Stephen Mahan 18. Ever see Irla Gold score that famous penalty for Hollymount Barry Moran? Who? No idea. Yes, I did. This question, since I've seen this question, I've been dying to ask it. Lads, you know better than me. King of Dusty asks, is John Snails Dolan the most underrated player in the country? I mean, wow, Absolutely. this guy. I mean, I was watching him down in Irish there about oh, seven days ago to this exact hour. This guy can play football. Oh my God, wow. This guy, this guy is the best footballer in Nakafunta. Fabulous. I've seen him do way more weights than Paddy Durkin. And slug way more pints. Way more pints, yeah. This guy is destined for the top. This guy's the real deal. Is Darren McHale still afraid of his big brother? Yes, and he's also now afraid of his little brother as well, sadly. Feeney101020 wants to know, Anil Dinnell is replacing Edna Kenny. Who is going to replace Michael Ring? Well, I've got a soundbite in from an anonymous source again who wants to talk about it. Yeah, see, the thing is that, uh, oh, fine gay, you see, want uh, Stephen Watford to run for politics. But then Alan Dillon said, no, I can't have Rochi running against me, see. So he forced all the male players into saying that, keep Rochi on side, lads, right? So I won't get voted in, you see. I, do, I can't split the GA vote, you see. 
And that's what our anonymous tipster had to say. Thank you for that. And it's worth pointing out to some of our younger listeners who might know that Senator Anil Dillon was actually a former Mayo GEA player himself, would you believe? Neve Hunger Game wants to know, what is Tom Parsons's best attribute? Now, I think we might need a full hour to discuss this, but we'll try and and keep it rapid. Uh, Patsy, Tom Parsons' best attribute? His knees. JP? His chiseled face. Fat Larry? His ability to perform his role as a civil structural engineer. Wow. To an impeccable standard. And for me, it has to be his curly afro. Ava Palaz wants to know, will Burrishul win anything? No. no. Who's 17? How good looking is Fergal Boland? I think he'll turn into a gorgeous young guy once he's hit puberty. Mayo GA Banter want to know, will Pope Francis line out for Charlestown? What a stupid question. <laughs> Why would Pope Francis line out for Charlestown? <clears throat> he's he's old as fuck. Man. Uh, Derek H12 wants to know, who will be the new manger? I think we've touched on this already. He will be the old manger. <laughs> the, o- the old manger will be the new manger. That was our question and answer session. We'd like to thank everyone who contributed to that. We hope we answered some of your queries and we'd love to have you getting in touch for the next podcast. That's if there's going to be another one. If we don't get sued after this one. Last but not least, we want to outline our goals for 2019. Gentlemen. My goal for 2019 is to see some of these extra monies all of these monies that are being floating around Mayo GA. Huge monies. I think I will be, I won't be the only one here to say that for all the good work we have done, I think it's high time that we start getting a piece of the pie here. And for, I, for one, would say that we are fully deserving of the opportunity to become Mayo GA commercial managers in 2019. Our goal that for is, the year is to be the commercial persons involved yeah. in managing the huge sums of money currently resting on the seats in the stand in McHale Park. Not even in a bank account or not even locked up in a safe. Literally all over the floor and out on the pitch and everything. Resting in Tommy's pockets. Any more goals for 2019, gentlemen? Any more goals? Could we win the fucking thing, please? That would be great. I mean, just in terms of moving on with our lives and such, winning an All-Arnold would be a real real goal of mine. Suppose prioritise. We start with the FBD, maybe. Look, we've made great strides this year. We've unearthed a lot of new players, but I think we need to see Paddy Durkin's other son, Gavin Durkin, brought into the Mayo squad next year. So we'll have Paddy, Daddy, Daddy Durkin, Daddy Perkin, Daddy Perkin, and his two sons, Remy Durkin and twin, and his twin Gavin Durkin. And as proven in Rumi's case, there's no need to train or play in any of the preliminary games. No the white heated championship is where you need to be thrown in. So without further to do, we would like to bring tonight's annual general meeting to a close for 2018. I, for one, feel like we got through a lot of ground there, gentlemen. I think we talked about some of the hotbed topics that we needed to discuss. And I think we've set out our stall for next season. So it's been an absolute pleasure as always, and we'd like to thank you, the listener, for making it possible. 
It's been a great year for us here at Mayo We're Back. Unfortunately, Mayo GA haven't been able to keep up with us, but what's new there? That's for the third year in a row. Bridge and they went fucking nowhere. Yeah, so um, look, I think all we can say is hopefully that in 2019, Mayo GA managed to outshine Mayo We're Back for the first time in since we've been set up. If they keep up their side of the bargain, we'll certainly keep delivering the high-quality broadcasts and podcasts that you want to hear. Before we go, it's just been pointed out that we've went through a full podcast without saying hello to our dear friends, Caelan Crow and Sinead and Ali. Hello, lads. Hope you're keeping well. Best of luck in the championship. Sinead and Ali couldn't be here tonight because he's too busy kicking 65s with the left peg. We look forward, maybe, to getting in touch with them over the next few months. And if there's anyone out there from the Mayo Senior Football Team, we know you shouldn't be listening and you certainly shouldn't have got this far into the podcast, you cheeky, cheeky boy. But if you did... Get in touch with the page. We'd love you have love to have you on for an interview or maybe even a few quick fire questions. We'd really love to find out what's in your fridge. One of the most popular segments in Mayo at the moment is the quick fire questions. And we've been joined on the line by a man who gave his apologies earlier on, but he's managed to join us by a Skype link up. It's Donald Drake. Hi, guys. How's it going? Good to be here. Girls, keep stretching those hamstrings. I'll be with you in a minute. David, we'd start off with the important stuff. What's your nickname? Donald. And what's your occupation? Andy Morn's brother-in-law. Very good. Pre-match meal? Pheasant. Who would headline your house party? Ooh, it's a tough one. Uh, Neil Douglas, Andy Morn, and Joe Tarr. You win the lotto. What's the first thing you would the buy? The movement. <laughs> Earliest GAA memory growing up? Playing my first game of football against Dublin in the 2015 All-Ireland semi-final. Favourite holiday destination and why? Chicago. It's class over there. It's class time Chicago. The best thing about being a Balahadrine footballer? Getting to play with Andy Moran, who's my brother-in-law. Um, who is the best player you have played alongside and why? Andy Moran, because he's class movement. What's the worst thing about being a footballer? It's, it's, it's really hard to play good all of the time. And finally, David, we know you're very, very busy there. Come on, girls, let's go. Let's go now. Last but not least, can you tell us an interesting fact Some about yourself? Some girls in this gym here this evening. Can you so, tell sorry, us, what was that? Uh, can you tell us an interesting fact about yourself? My sister is married to Andy Moran. <laughs> David, it's been an absolute pleasure. All the best. Thanks, bye guys. Now. Take care. Good luck. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, 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 bye. Wow, a pleasure and an honour as always to have him on the show, friend of the podcast, and apparently some relation to Andy Morland. Didn't quite get what he was trying to say there, but... Hans Andy Morland. Something along those lines. We'll leave it there for 2018, ladies and gentlemen. We'll let you get back to it. That was our annual general meeting. Thank you very much for being a part. We really look forward to hearing you. You can, as always, get in touch via the Twitter or the Instagram and we'd love to hear your opinions on some of the latest sagas and scandals that are taking place in Kundi Wio. From all of us, we're going to leave you and love you. May we're back. Do, do, do. Festash. Bring her homes. <laughs>
With its nature and its beauty In this peaceful land on earth It brings back some happy memories This county of my birth Let's go back to County Mayo The pride of all the West In the mountain of Propatry Not trying but sad its best Barry Hannes and Claire Morris Those towns I sure all. It was there I spent my childhood in the county of Mayo The day I left my homeland With fond memories I did dwell To my parents and my brothers I bid a fond farewell from New York down to Boston And on to Chicago My thoughts still lingered in one place The county of Mayo Let's go back to County Mayo The pride of all in the West The mountain of Propatrick Shrine looks at its best Valley Hannes and Claire Morris Those towns I should know It was there I spent my childhood In the county of Mayo It was there I spent my childhood